Bats. Uh, yo, 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 it's the Game Time Show, bro. I'm Keith. I'm Trevor. I'm Sweeney. I'm drinking. And we'll be <laughs> we'll be <laughs> bros for the evening, <laughs> I guess. I'm going to edit that out, Trevor. Well, it was a classic joke. That's you got to give him praise. I think we just hit our peak right there. We can call it a night. No, I need at least 30 minutes to edit so I can be distracted while while I'm on my exercise bike. And there's the truth of why we're all here. That's right. Did you get a a Peloton? I didn't. I bought a $300 bike off of Amazon, and I do not pay a monthly fee for it. I, I think that... No matter what, if I have a monthly fee associated with my health, I am going to fuck it up. Yeah, but are you really that good of a person then? If you just if you don't have a Peloton, I just don't think you're, you're a good human being. That's what it comes yeah, I got to side with Trev on this. Mm-hmm. Did we ever think I was a good human good. being? This I mean, a, like it's not that you are. Not. It was it was over yeah. before it began. We wanted to see you at least struggle to get there, but you're not even giving us that satisfaction. So now you're worse. I'm pretty bad. Um, So uh, this is the 65th episode. Uh, It's our third episode in as many weeks, although we are recording it before the second episode in as many weeks. Yeah, remember all those classic moments from episode 64 oh my god you you want to just <laughs> those great jokes cried. you, you want to just do episode 64 now and not tell stevie i thought that was already just... the plan and then we told him and then you changed the plan out of you know again attempting to become a better person and i don't know this is really this is your decision press square to Listen to the devil on your shoulder let, and press circle to uh, to to say Steve's feelings. Let 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 prank the guy with the Rona. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a HIPAA violation. Dr. Trevor, I tr- I tried to explain to him that I really wanted to record it tonight and I needed to for my mental health, and he wasn't having any of it. Like he did not care. Yeah, he, he pressed. Yeah, so I, I I don't really have. <laughs> any strong N64 opinions, but I kind of wanted to do that tonight because I thought that would really make Sheridan mad if I took his spot in an N64 draft. Yeah. But it's not happening. No. Instead, we're going to talk... Well, first, Sweeney, we'll talk about what you've been doing the last three years. Um, because everyone else got to in uh, yeah. two episodes ago. Yeah, that's why we're here. You felt left out. So the floor is yours, man. No one else is going to interrupt. We're not going to try to pass it to Trevor. We're not going to try to unpass it to Trevor. It's all you. Do the basketball move known as a pass? Is that how you described a pass? It was like the passy thing or something? Yes, the passy thing. <laughs> passy move? This morning. I will be <laughs> respectful and silent. No one wants to hear from me anyways. Passy, so. Yeah, Passy Move sounds like some like phone game that a Korean guy made and then wanted to delete it from the App Store because he got too famous. <laughs> I, I think you're referring to something very specific here. 
Yeah, what's that? It was like Floppy Bird or some shit. Oh, it was you know damn well it was Flappy Bird. Don't uh, be coy. I said floppy, <laughs> so clearly I didn't know. Yeah, just all an elaborate ruse. So anyways, anyway, anyway, what's your plan? Uh, last year, uh, since I was working from home and not going anywhere, I really played a ton of video games. I'm gonna walk through my 2020 uh, on on mybacklogged.com. All right. Uh, the Never heard of it. Dan and I use, and and, and no one else does. <laughs> All right. All right. So strap in because this is going to take a little bit. Starting in January, we have Pokemon Shield, what? Into the Breach, what? Celeste, what? The Witcher Three Wild Hunt, A Plague Tale Innocence, Ori and the Blind Forest, mm. Stardew Valley, The Outer Worlds. Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice, Bayonetta, Animal Crossing New Horizons, Ori and the Will of the Wisps, Alien Isolation, Final Fantasy Adventure, Doom Eternal, Resident Evil Zero, Devil May Cry 5, Batman Arkham Knight, Resident Evil 3, Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon, Life is Strange 2, Sea of Thieves, Phoenix Wright, Undertale, Final Fantasy 4, Fire Emblem, The Blazing Blade, Dead Cells, Metroid Zero Mission, Donkey Kong Country Returns 3D, Journey to the Savage Planet, Battletoads, Tony Hawk 1 and 2, Near Automata, Tacoma, Resident Evil HD Remaster, Shantai, and Zelda Phantom Hourglass. Man, what did you play in February? That was a hell of a January. Yeah, I know, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, okay, so February, uh, yeah, th- that was my year. Although it kind of stopped early. It got to, uh, once once the baby was born in mid-October, that kind of put a lid on it. I, I'm confident I haven't beaten that many games in 10 years combined. I think you have. I don't know, man. I think of the differences is that you actually kept a log of it. Where when it comes to someone asking me what I play, I, I just kind of like, oh, "Fuck, what was it?" I can only remember the last thing, and then everything else is in the fog. Yes, yeah, exactly. So, Sweeney, if you had to pick out like three, like your three favorites of 2020, what would they be? Also, before you begin, did you beat Battletoads? Uh, this was the new Battletoads, not oh, the old okay. Battletoads. Okay. It was it was really not good. You're I wouldn't bad. recommend Battletoads. Yeah. Also, did you beat Sea of Thieves? Uh, no. I think that was listed as abandoned. Did I include that on this list? Yeah, you said it. I it's... mean, I think we got the Sea of Thieves experience. You, you, pr- yeah. That's, you that's proudly said it. That's where I am on You that. didn't just say it. You're like, Sea of Thieves. Okay, well, I read through like 30 of them. Yeah. I don't know, man. Rub it in. I beat eight games last year. Sea of Thieves was great. Loved it. Are you sure about that? I, I got like- I got drunk and I threw up, and then I shot a skeleton, and, and then I the ocean repeatedly. I and- bought a little hat, and it's the best game I played all year. I love that we all played it together for one night. We gave it a solid, if inconsistent, effort. And after three hours, we were done with it and never had to play it again. And that is the beauty of something like Game Pass. Yeah, we got the uh, we got the experience without yeah. having to pay for it. We did. 
All right, back to my question though. Top three. We gave you time I, to think. I think the the number one that I really enjoyed the most was Stardew Valley, what? which I, I I think Stan and Trev have played. I love and that. Yeah, I, love I don't think they loved playing. it as much as me, but I think they liked it. All right, all right. I played well, it back when I think it came out on beta for like Steam on yeah. PC. So I played that it. That was a while ago. I played it on Facebook with Steve's sister. That wow, Farmville. There, there's a difference. Yeah. There's no, difference. I don't think there is. I think you basically played it. Well, I just I liked it while everyone else was uh, losing their mind over the garbage game for babies, Animal Crossing New Horizons, Yuswein uh, went, went a little old school and said, nope, I'm going to play uh, an adult farming simulator. Thank you. Oh, yeah. I, I kept telling everyone in our, our Animal Crossing chat, I said, this game sucks, and <laughs> now we can play it multiplayer, Stardew Valley, and no one joined me. I, I don't believe I was ever invited. To be fair, multiple I times. Ignore, I tend to ignore your messages, but, you know, still, wasn't invited. That's fine. Did you pursue a romantic relationship in your Stardew file swing? I did. Was, I, was it, it was a straight one. I didn't get creative. I, I didn't pretend I was gay in the game. That's okay. That would be illegal. Yes, that's true. <laughs> uh, I ended up marrying Haley, the uh, oh. the kind of mean blonde girl, if you remember. <laughs> okay. <laughs> does, it, does it say a lot about you for who, who you pick? I went for Leia. I also so, went for Leah. You son of a bitch. Yeah, I yeah. think she's she's very easy to please. So I think a lot of people end up with her. All right. What are you saying? I, no, I, Leah loved an egg. I could give her eggs all day. Yes. I'm she saying just about eggs. every gift you give her uh, is something she likes. She does seem like sort of the easy mode. Um, not so much like mom would approve, but like approves of you the way mom would. Which you know maybe maybe says a lot about me and Trev, but yeah, but let's be talking so. about you, Swain. Yeah, could you compare it to a pigeon for me from that one pigeon dating game? No, you know it was called Punishable <laughs> Boy, Frankie, and you know that I was the only one to beat it from our team. All right, punished. Then, to play it. then please compare. Yeah, I did these women to the pigeons for me. Buy it for a dollar, and I never played it. Well, the women are women, and the pigeons are pigeons. Okay. If you need to elaborate further, okay, you so have worked. You said Haley and Leah. Uh, there's like Maru is kind of like the nerdy girl. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know um, that pigeon. Abigail is like... kind of like the weirdo. Oh, yeah. Isn't... No, and there's guys too. Isn't there a magician? No? Yeah, I think there's one. Yeah, there you go. Data magician. Like kind of like a fancy guy. That's what I thought so. I thought there was a top hat involved. That's all I went with. And when I see a top hat, I think magician. Did you make it to the well, bottom of the uh, cavern swing? Oh, I made it to the bottom of the cavern. I made it to the end of the second year, which is kind of when the game sort of like says, hey, how did you do over the past two years? And yeah. here's how you did. And if you want to keep playing, you're welcome to, but you kind of seen everything. Yeah, I like I like that it did that. I didn't yeah, just kind of like a gentle nudge. Like you don't really need to keep going. There's other stuff if you want to, but yeah. you don't have you, to. You could have a fake family if you really wanted to. Here in this uh, game, where every season is a month and every day is a what ten minutes or an hour? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But I, I did kind of like how it was different from 
Animal Crossing and how I assume Farmville is. I don't know. Keith, you can tell me more about that. But I've never like, played. You, I thought you said you just played. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a liar. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Well, he very much was not like a chill, uh, easy, stress-free game. It was one where you're constantly like trying to multitask and, and work against the clock to get as much done every really? day as possible. Oh, uh, yeah. Really? So the dew is more like Mountain Dew and less like the dew on grass blades? Yes, definitely. Yeah, got that, it. You nailed it. Great analogy. Um, but yeah, Stardew Valley is like, is it the third Sunday in spring and it's raining? Well, haul your ass down to this exact dock because you're going to catch a fish that's going to really uh, uh, please the town mayor or whatever. I'm, I can tell yeah, you have to keep track of all the events and, and keep an eye on the calendar. It's You're so not like it, getting it, uh, uh, you know, eggs thrown at you from every direction. So, you know, spoil it, like for, if you were. spoil it for me. Uh, what happens at the end? Do you ever escape that damn town? Do you ever build that derelict, like, town community center? I never made it that far. Yes, I did fix up the community center and tried to were get a bunch of the side quests done. And were there ghosts ones? in the community center? I could never tell. They were like little blobs, and I think they end up disappearing once you, uh, once you fix it. And... That made the game worth it, I guess. Just well, it was nice the community center where everyone could get together and, and, and those damn peasant blocks were finally gone. What else? I heard some. I heard some Resident Evil drops in there. Those rank high on your top three. Let's see. So I replayed Resident Evil Zero for the first time in like ten years, and that one is kind of eh. And then Trev, you sent me your copy of of Resident Evil Three, which is fun. Yeah, in the tin but, case, may I add? Hold on to that. Oh, the, the steel book. No, I, I already got rid of that. Uh, <laughs> that one's fun. It's just kind of quick, and it's not really like a Resident Evil. It's kind of like a, a linear action game. I don't know. What did you think of Resident Evil 3? I That and Resident Evil 2, listen, they look amazing, right? Um I feel like the action combat is is one where for both games, like as you were going into it, you were very apprehensive at first and creeping around every corner and you feel like anything can take you down because it sort of can. Um, but the mechanics are solid. And once you get that, oh, that yeah. down, you can cruise through things. And once you know where everything is too, because like the layout stays consistent, um, you know, once you know your way around the, uh, the police house, from two or just like the city streets from three, like you can just take this game down. And that was just really satisfying about these games is that um, at a certain point uh, you do reach, reach that level where you're just crushing shit along the way. So did yeah, ever, I, I, I like them. Did you ever go back and replay them on hard or anything? Nope. I am not that guy. Once I'm done, I walk away. I'm like, I got the experience. I, I have I have no need. I didn't go back through and play as what a piece of tofu or something like that that eventually just gets eaten to death. Oh did, yeah. Did, didn't get any of those experiences. What? And Hunk, <laughs> I think is the other one. They're like little like side missions you can unlock where I don't really know what the tofu one is, but Hunk is like you're like stuck in the middle of the mansion and just have to fight your way out. But it's like 
10 minutes long or something, right? I've seen people speed run it and, and do it that fast. I, I don't know the tofu one, but I know that's a thing. You get eaten. Yeah, but these games, uh, let me put it this way, they're story-wise dumb as hell, like really kind of cheesy, over-the-top acting, but I kind of feel like that's what this franchise kind of embraces. Um, but at the same time, like, yeah, it, it gets, like, scary in the fact that like things are going bump in the night and you don't know what's going on um on top of you know that giant um terminator in a trench coat the mr x dude just constantly chasing you but yeah those are some of my favorite games i kind of wish they were you know bundled together um just because they're so short you know i feel I mean, all the Resident Evils have been short so far. Although I will say, if we want to go one step further, like or one step further back, uh, for Resident Evil Seven, which like when that came out, that blew my mind. That one was legitimately trying to be, I feel like, a scary game and do something brand new. So the previous games aren't scary. They all I, are, or at least they all try to be. Uh, some of them fail at it. Like I know Stan, you played four, and that was like. Kind of going for it. It was more of like an action one with like some elements of of horror thrown in. Yeah, it had some. I guess I'd call them jump scares, but really more gro- grotesqueries. Like everything was kind of festering. And so, Keith, have you played any of these? Uh, I have played Onimusha and the game Carrier on Dreamcast. And these are apparently Resident Evil adjacent. They are Resident Evil adjacent. Uh, Onimusha is basically Resident Evil in feudal Japan, uh, made by Capcom. Uh, It's got the tank controls, and it's not a true 3D game. Uh, So I think it's very similar. Uh, I played Onimusha as well. It it came out in like 2001, so I think that's right around. For PS2? Yeah. Or very close to it. So I think its closest counterpart may be Resident Evil 4 from a release date standpoint. I'm not sure. Uh, But no, I've never played Resident Evil. Uh, I did own Resident Evil 4 on GameCube uh, because my brother tricked me into buying it and I just never played it and he played the shit out of it. So how did that trick work? It's like, oh man, you should really get this game. You're going to love it. It sounds like he didn't trick you because you just chose not to play it. Well, let's just say that for one birthday, I got uh, Metroid Prime and I'd never even heard of it. And he played it. It came with Metroid Fusion. And that's one of my favorite games of all time. So perhaps an amazing birthday gift. I think so, on the whole. Yeah, Ryan just sort of got shit from me. I don't know. Have you played uh, Metroid Prime yet? Or is it still a game you haven't really gone back to because of that? uh, I've I've never played it, just like Resident Evil. Never played either of them. I can't vouch for Resident Evil, but uh, Metroid Prime, just an all-time amazing uh, first-person adventure game, really. I call it a first yeah, person, but it's not. It's like a first yeah, person. I'm in the camp where I haven't played that. I've tried to start it a few All times. Right. Control suck balls, so I just abandoned yeah. it. But Keith, if you do have to play something, do play Resident Evil Seven. Seven is the one I start with. Yeah, you so. start into seven. It is unlike the other guys. 
this is like a horror experience that I have never seen done in any other game. Really? Um, yeah. It's it's kind of the first two hours of the game are for me was just like it was absolutely terrifying. Um, I'm kind of surprised it snuck by you all this time. It, it 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 like and for Resident Evil to choose to do that after kind of you know spending so many games dwelling on like making itself far more action based, this one takes a huge step back at least in the start and. You are completely unarmed, and you are just exploring the creepiest shit possible. Um, yeah, yeah, in this and, one, you're in like you kind of you're searching for your wife. It's like completely removed from the uh, the whole storyline of the rest of the series, so it's it's easy to go in blind. And you're this guy whose wife like disappeared at some point, and you've kind of tracked her down to this like Louisiana old abandoned plantation home. I don't know, I guess something like that. And uh, so you get in there and you find her, but then this like crazy mutant family finds you and uh, takes you prisoner. And that's kind of where you go from. But it's, yeah, like Trev said, especially the first couple hours, it's a short game. It's only like seven or eight hours maybe. But yeah, early on, it's it's terrifying. Is it anything like Texas Chainsaw Max Massacre? Yeah, you definitely get the vibe of okay. just like this crazy family, but you would still call them a family. Um, but you know, just being like you don't know if they're just one step away from bashing your skull in and whatnot. Um, even when you're kind of in a civilish setting, um, you know, and there are points of the game where you're like creeping around their their little estate and, and you're just you can hear them like walking down the hallways like shouting for you never knowing if they're gonna like randomly punch through the drywall and and attack you um so yeah 100 <laughs> percent recommend that and i also the, the main guy you play as by the way it's also first person so that's kind of a big thing too because everything else is either fixed camera you know third person this is a first person view which is Definitely way more immersive. And the guy you're playing as is, is Ethan character. Pretty sure he's coming out in the new one, the new game. Yeah, he's the, the main character of Ace. He survived seven. It's a spoiler. Yep. Yeah. I don't need to play it now. Eight is a prequel to seven, so uh, not a spoiler. So he, so he survives eight. I just I drew both of <laughs> so, so just so I get this straight, there is an overarching like story. In Resident Evil, it's not like yeah, the, the umbrella something or other, right? I think the best thing, yeah, there's Umbrella Corporation. I think the only thing, the only real strong thread you can tie to all the games is the idea of the T virus or the idea of this like mutagenic virus that was that initially. That's initially made, I think, to be either weaponized to make people superhuman or to extend their life, and, you know, it backfires horribly and ends up, you know, killing folks and essentially turning in into the undead or causing them to continue to mutate until they're just, like, grotesque Cronenberg-like creatures. All right. And that that's the only thread that I feel like you can draw from the game. I don't know. I mean, like anything else, it's it's it, especially in, like, game series, like... It's super convoluted because everything's being retconned, and I, I couldn't tell you exactly what. Are they free? If there's, <laughs> yeah. Did Skyward Sword start this series too? 
weirdly enough, the Zelda timeline makes a lot of sense to me. Like, I can track the Zelda time. Like, oh, sure, yeah. You know, we took one game with the time travel, and we decided that's going to be three three different branches along, uh, you know, Zelda canon. But, uh, yeah, the, this game, I think what's the problem is Resident Evil, it just has so many games in terms of like the main console releases then all these like weird some went to like game boys and shit like that that i no way kept up with and i have no idea how those games push the plot along at all because you might see they borrow from because we have like this short roster of characters um that we see over and over so they might just pick one and continue on their story but like i don't know how that progresses anything sweet you played i think far more of these games than i have has anyone played Code Veronica? I have. On See, what console? I played it on GameCube. Okay. Did you bring it up because of it was a Dreamcast original? Yeah, and I looked to buy it one day, and it was super expensive. Yeah, I'm not surprised. I think the cheapest version you can get is on PS2. And I don't think that one's too bad. But yeah, GameCube and... Uh, Dreamcast are expensive right now. Well, every GameCube game oh, it's pretty good. at this point is like $70. Yeah, we were just talking about this. Hunting down any sort of GameCube game is going to pay you in. Even NBA Street Volume 2? Oh, oh yeah. The, the Even SSX Tricky? Tricky, Tricky. I think that's like $300 right now. How about NHL Hits 2002? Well, there are none remaining in the wild. It's actually extinct. What? So I heard you say Final Fantasy Four. Was that? that yeah, that's your third top game. Stan uh, well, no, has decided he he wants to talk about it, so we'll talk about it. <laughs> is <laughs> this? Yeah, curious. where does this fit? Had you ever played it before? I I, I had. Or okay. Not only that, it was that was the first Final Fantasy game I played. Uh, it was the DS version of that. And so this is four in Japan. Yes, this is. It was two on the SNES, yes. and then eventually it became four. Right. And at the time when I first played it, I was like, "Oh, this is really good." On a replay, I didn't like it as much. Yeah, it's it's one of those games. It turned into a a, a major grind fest at the end. Yeah, somewhere on the moon, you're just completely overpowered, and yeah, there's a lot of there's a bit of grinding to do. Um, Final Fantasy Four was a cool game. Because the first three Final Fantasies really had no no real story structure to them whatsoever. I mean, two kind of did, but two had its own immense issues that uh, have made it kind of the the black sheep of the franchise. Yeah, that was a mess. At least until like the MMO only games eleven and uh, fourteen came out. Um, but four was like the first one. When did it come out? Like ninety one. I mean, it's thirty years old at this point. But 4 was the first game in the franchise that really, I think, tried to tell a, a pre-existing story almost with preset job classes, um, you know, and, and, and make like a character, try to characterize some of the job classes instead of the other way around and just say, you know, oh, this character is a priest now and, and is my healer. This one would start with like, the love interest is very trope laden. Um, but it was, you know, you had, uh, Cecil, the, the dark knight who turns into a paladin when he has a change of heart. You have his girlfriend, the, the white mage, the healer of the party. 
you have kind of like the weird quirky girl from uh, the the Valley of Rosa. Summoners. Yeah, Rose is the girlfriend, and then uh, Rydia is the sort of the green-haired, green-cloaked uh, summoner slash black mage. I mean, it, my point is there were there were characters in that one that that really. I think we're, we're we're more than just their job class. You know, they had a little background and, and an individual uh, story. Um, but I digress. I mean, it's it's what you said, Swain, about it. I think is very true, which is it hasn't aged super well. I think every time I revisit my Final Fantasy rankings, I I, I drop it like one peg lower each time. I I do. Um, I can't tell you where it ranks right now or the last time I revisit those rankings, but. Uh, yeah, you know, probably at one point... It's still like got to be the best of the first five. I think that's true, yeah. I would agree with that. I haven't had but. fun with Final Fantasy in a long time. <laughs> I think that franchise is... No, I'm sorry, 7 Remake was fine. But everything before that, for me, for a long time, was miserable. How do you feel about 10? I hated it. Really? Hated 10. Hated 10. Really? Oh, I thought you liked 10. Yeah, I wasn't into 10 either. 10 was... It also got to the point that I I got to the final boss battling Sin, and I had gone around, and I didn't clear out everything, but I got a lot of the ultimate weapons, at least enough for like my main crew. And I was just so overpowered. I didn't feel like I put in that much work. I put a little bit of work, but not that much work to get that powerful. And... I was actively trying to make decisions that would carry out that that final boss fight so I could just enjoy it a little bit longer. So I could savor that heavy metal nonsense music and whatnot, and the game just wouldn't quickly cut to credits. And that, to me, was just like... It, it just left a real bad taste in my mouth. I mean, that's... Yeah, I mean, and let's not pretend like that the acting in that one was stellar either. It was pretty cringy. No, but it was the first one with acting. I mean, mm-hmm. it was on the PS2. It was the first one with voice acting. Um, first one with a... You mentioned how overpowered you were. It was the first one, if I'm not mistaken, with a uh, five-digit um, damage allowance, so to speak. The Every previous game, even on the PS1, you could only deal 9999 damage with like your best attack and yeah w- once you broke that game so to speak 10 you really broke it and could deal like 70,000 damage with a single attack or, or whatever and uh it it was it's not that you were overpowered it, it's not mm, i'm trying to figure out what i'm trying to say here it, it it's just that being overpowered and that one allowed you to really really exponentially become overpowered i think was was why you know, those final boss fights if you've done the side quests like you were saying were just super easy. And I also just I don't know what the fuck happened in that game. Not a clue. Like <laughs> well, you know, even was... even Final Fantasy Seven gets out there, right? But I can still kind of track what's going on. And then I was just like, so we're in a dream or Titus, Titus, whatever, he's a dream? Or everyone's just a fucking dream? I don't I don't I'm getting That's angry how I feel now. about all of them, really. <laughs> genuinely, genuinely, I have not followed the plot of a Final Fantasy since. Uh, ooh, I wanted to say nine, but nine gets absurd at the end. Um, since seven, frankly, seven was the last one whose plot, start to finish, like made sense to me or even held up. 
Well, I, I have one last uh, game or, or set of games, really, that I'd recommend from my my 2020 odyssey of, of video gaming. Let's oh, dear it. God, bring us home. <laughs> well, so, Trev, you've played these two already, uh, and I'd recommend them to Stan and Keith because they're free on Game Pass, and they're the Ori games, which yes. are kind of like uh, nice-looking, uh, fun little Metroidvanias. Yeah. Those games surprisingly worked for me, I think, because I had such a forgiving um, respawn system uh, rather than so you like the game will you will probably die a bunch playing the game. But that's OK, because it allows you to respawn not that far from where you last perished. So for me, yeah. that was just There's a, a super me boy aspect uh, to it. Yeah, I've actually I'm, I'm glad to hear another strong recommendation on them um i i downloaded them both off of game pass recently and then promptly went and purchased the uh eight game uh anna Burnett collection <laughs> and also i'm in the middle of breath of the wild so i don't know when i'll get around to those mm-hmm. but i will i will say that like i so i only played the first one i have not played the second i did start it but um like the first game Easily within like the first minute or two, it'll bring you to tears. It wow. kind of, yeah, it just <laughs> it did for me. It opened I wasn't strong. expecting it, it opened strong. No one tells you that. All right. Well, now, now there's a, you've, you've hyped it and there's a bar. And, uh, yeah, I just got, it just got like a little emotional. It's weird how quickly you can get invested in, in some random nonsense. But, um, yeah, good, good on them for doing that. <laughs> Yeah, the second yeah, game, I, I, like story-wise, kind of covers the same beats, so it, it might not be as great there, but uh, does kind of build off the first one. There's uh, a lot more interesting gameplay to it, so st- definitely still worth playing both of them. Nice, and they're like five years apart, right? The release date-wise, I mean, one of these is fairly old, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think it's been a few years. Um, the last one just came out last, like, April or so. Okay. okay. So, relatively new. Yeah. I feel like I've been hearing about these games, or at least the first one, for a long time. And I'm, again, I'm, I'm happy. I'm looking forward to playing. But uh, speaking of the, the Anna Perner collection, um, that's her name. Her name is Anna Perner. Uh, the the yeah, single the, person who produces all these games? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um Anyway, Ms. Perna, I I took a splurge and bought the uh, expensive, not even that expensive, but the the eight-pack of physical games on the PS4. Um, You really don't need to do that because all of these are available digitally for cheaper than, uh, certainly, than the sum of their, well, than 180, the sum of what they're available for is far less than $180. Um, And if anything, I'm kind of disappointed early on that some of these games have flown by. I mean, Trev, you talk about the final boss in Final Fantasy X. Um, you know, I'm, I'm on my fourth game in the in the eight-pack, and I think I've spent a total of ten hours playing it. So, I mean, that's the way I think these... Isn't this like what remains of Edith Fitch and stuff? Yeah. Isn't that and, this, this kind of collection? He hasn't even played that one yet. I have not played that one yet, but that's... So that's another one. short one. Yeah, like, I, it's like are a lot of them kind of these. Uh, what are they called? Simulated wa- uh, uh, walkthroughs. They're walking, or they're walking sims, is I think the term. 
Um, mm-hmm. Steve Finch is. Um, Wadham is just a delightful little cartoony game by the makers of Katamari. And that's been the longest one so far. And it was probably over in three to four hours instead of one to two. But I bring all this up not to lament that I wasted money or anything like that, but to push to the moon for, for both of you and for Keith, if he's still on here. Uh, the game Donut County, which is available on Game Pass and can be beaten in less than two hours. Does this also, like, is this also Gorogoa? Is that part of this yeah. bunch? Gorogoa is one of this bunch, and that was the shortest of the bunch. And I was said, I remember playing that. It was like maybe an hour. I, I don't even know if it, that, it, but like. Yes, it was I liked it, though. about an hour. It was an amazing game. That's what I keep having to tell myself when I beat these games and go, was that really worth like twenty two fifty or whatever comes out there? Quality over quantity. Absolutely. And, you know, far be it for me, the guy who's always criticizing, lamenting that, you know, too many games are just needlessly padded in length. Like, nope, leave them wanting more. Um, but so far, every game in this collection has left me wanting more. And uh, I don't mean that in a bad way. I, I mean that, you know, they, they've been incredible. Um, yeah, I a thousand percent agree with this, like, kind of, if you want to call it like a business model for these types of games, where it's just like short, sweet, original, captivating. Um, and, and, yeah, and, and it does not outstay its welcome by any means, where, you know, me you know, recently just grinding through Assassin's Creed Valhalla oh, yeah. and just like after I've hit 80 hours, be like, why the hell did I have to do so much of that just was just chores. Yeah. I, I love, I love a good JRPG, but I've, I'm, I'm getting too old and too impatient for, for that type of game where you're doing the same type of repetitive actions for, you know, honestly more than like 15 or 20 hours, let alone 40 to 50 to in some cases. Mm-hmm. 80. I mean, it's just too much, but let me push again to the moon, Donut County, a, a Katamari-like game with just an absurd tone to it. It's it's like it's playing a game that feels like a, a Twitter conversation almost. I mean, it's 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 slapdash, it's haphazard, it's irreverent and absurd, uh, and you know, it's certainly not giving anyone homework or or demanding that it jump to the front of their queue, but. If you all played it soon, uh, I'd, I'd be curious to hear your takes. Yeah, it's on Game Pass. Installing it now. Perfect, perfect. I love to hear it. Oh, okay. All right, this was fun. Oh, shit. What time is it? Somebody bring me a mirror.